Welcome to the Basana Health and Wellness Podcast. At Basana Health, we focus on whole body wellness, connecting physical, spiritual, and mental well-being. We are wellness collaborators with our members, and we embrace our community partnerships. Basana Health promotes holistic and functional care while focusing on transformative lifestyle changes. Welcome to our podcast, where you can take a virtual step towards optimizing your own health and wellness. Welcome to the Basana Health and Wellness Podcast, Episode 30. Today we hear from our nurse practitioner, Becky Barkey, who talks about constipation and why conquering constipation matters. Listen in, you won't want to miss out. Hi there, my name is Becky, and I am one of the nurse practitioners at Basana Health and Wellness. And today's webinar is called Conquering Constipation. It matters. The truth of the matter is that constipation is a really common problem. And so I'd like to address just some common causes of constipation, as well as offer some natural resources for relief. The average American is chronically constipated. This can really go from being mildly annoying and frustrating to actually being life-threatening. The truth of the matter is if you don't have regular bowel movements, it's just a matter of time before you get sick. Plus, it's, a, it's really uncomfortable. So why do we have constipation? Why are we struggling? Well, I think it's because of a few factors, but a lot because of nutrient-poor food, the fact that we live in a very toxic environment, we are dealing with unprecedented levels of stress, emotional stress, physical stress, biochemical stress. And of course, that just creates lots of disease in the body. So there's so many of us who are stressed, toxic, inflamed, infected, malnourished, unrested, and the body produces symptoms because of this, like constipation. What is a healthy bowel movement? So there's a few factors that are present with the ideal bowel movement. In general, we should have at least one fully formed, complete bowel movement every day. We may even have two or three. These bowel movements should not have sustained aroma. They should be medium brown in color. There's a picture over here, the Bristol stool scale that has the different types of bowel movements. Type three and four, if you take a look, those are the most optimal. Our stool should be easy to pass. You shouldn't have to strain to pass a stool. If you're straining a lot, that pressure can build up inside your colon and cause inflammation in the colon or diverticulosis. Again, just look at that picture of type three or type four bowel movement to kind of see where you personally lie. Not having daily BMs is like not taking out the trash from your kitchen when the can is full. Things start to spill over and get messy and smelly. Harmful bacteria can flourish as your stool kind of continues to ferment. Waste products can irritate your gut lining. And worst of all, your body will eventually begin to reabsorb the trash. 
Yes, it's like eating the kitchen trash all over again. When we're constipated, toxins build up in the body and we actually reabsorb these toxins back into our body, making our liver work super hard to process these toxins. In general, this increases a toxic burden on the body. Constipation can be a symptom of a much bigger problem with neurotransmitters and the immune system. About two thirds of our immune system lives in our gut by a highly regulated membrane that allows nutrients in and toxins out by a process called selective permeability. You know, it, the gut also houses our nervous system. It's actually called the enteric nervous system, and it generates the vast majority of neurotransmitters in our body. You know, there's a myth that we produce the highest amount of transmitters in our brain and central nervous system, but it's not true. For example, serotonin, 95% of the body's serotonin is produced in the gut. If you're constipated, another associated symptom can be insufficient serotonin. It's a huge deal. And that's why it's worth it to try to work on constipation. Okay. Top reasons people suffer from constipation. The number one reason is dehydration. When you're dehydrated and not taking in enough water, the colon removes extra water from the stool to send to other parts of the body that need it because you're dehydrated. This slows the bowel movements, causes bloating, constipation. You know, I, I did a previous webinar on the importance of water intake and our society is chronically dehydrated. A good rule of thumb is to drink about half your body weight in ounces of water per day. So if I weigh 150 pounds, I need 75 ounces of water in an average day. And if I work out or if it's hot outside, I need actually additional water. Other reasons people suffer from constipation include low magnesium intake and insufficient fiber. Most people know that magnesium is good for you and certain medicines like milk of mag can be helpful when you're constipated. We know that fiber is good for us and we'll talk a little bit more about that. One thing I learned more recently is if you're taking high doses of vitamin D, you can actually have contrary subclinical magnesium deficiency. You can have symptoms of magnesium deficiency because the body has to use magnesium to convert vitamin D into its final form. You can also have low calcium or I'm sorry, low magnesium intake when you have too much calcium intake. It's really more about imbalance of magnesium. And we'll talk about fiber as well in a little bit. Another reason people suffer from constipation is they have insufficient stomach acid. Impaired digestion can be a huge driver of constipation. There's a word for insufficient stomach acid. It's called hypochlorhydria. People that suffer from hypochlorhydria are really a lot more likely to have sluggish motility and suboptimal bowel movements. Most people know the term GERD or reflux disease. And I'd like to say that just make a comment about people who suffer from GERD. It's, it's awful. And um, I have some friends who really struggle with that, but it's not, GERD is not too much stomach acid. It's just stomach acid in the wrong place. 
So you actually need stomach acid in your stomach to digest proteins and other nutrients and to move things through. When you have GERD, it's just stomach acid that has snuck up uh, too high. If you look at the picture, it's just above, you know, it goes up into the esophagus and that area, which does not tolerate that acid in the same capacity. So people who take medication to decrease stomach acid, one of the side effects of that medica- those medications is constipation, like Pepsid, Prilosec, those kind of PPI medications. Bottom line is we need stomach acid, we need digestive enzymes, we need bile. Another reason people suffer from constipation is because of an imbalance of their gut microbes. You know, bacteria can be bad for you, or it can can be really important and helpful to your body. So we we call some of the, the healthy ones our friendly microbes in our gut. So simply having an imbalance of these microbes can be a problem. As we age, it's definitely more common to have low counts of the specific beneficial bacteria that is called bifidobacteria. So a lot of the elderly may struggle with constipation because of the low levels of bifidobacteria. And so therefore probiotics that are high in bifidobacteria can be a really good helpful way to kind of conquer constipation, especially if the constipation is coming after on the heels of having used an antibiotic. It can also be an imbalance where you have the kind of bacteria in the wrong place in the gut. Some of you may have heard of the term SIBO, but SIBO is really an imbalance of the good gut bacteria. It's just in the wrong place in the gut. And so it can cause a lot of symptoms, including constipation. So kind of getting that gut microbe balance can really improve symptoms. Another reason people suffer from constipation is suboptimal thyroid function. You know, when we do labs in our office, we like to do a full thyroid panel, not just a TSH or that one thyroid lab that's commonly done in doctor's offices. And there's a big range of normal and what's normal may not be optimal for everybody. Some people don't convert their T4 to T3 and the T3 thyroid hormone is really what you feel at the tissue level. And this poor conversion can really cause a lot of havoc, including constipation. I actually had a a young patient recently who we did some thyroid labs and they were normal in the normal range. One of his top symptoms was constipation. And there was one of his thyroid labs that was just a little bit on the low side of normal. And so I offered him some thyroid medicine just to see if it would help some of his symptoms constipation, brain fog and such. And it was remarkable. It really, I gave him just a small dose of thyroid medication and it really helped him. So, you know, there's natural ways to make your thyroid work better, including selenium, iodine and such. So those are other ways to make your thyroid work better. Another reason that people suffer from constipation is hormone imbalance. So we do a lot of hormone balancing in our office and we use different uh, methods to do that. If any of you women out there remember being pregnant, pregnant women are prone to constipation and it's um, really an imbalance of their hormones that's causing that. 
the high levels of progesterone, which is protective for the baby and the, the pregnancy, can cause constipation. Even supplementing progesterone can cause constipation. So if it's too much, it could be a contributing factor. If you are interested in any hormone testing or treatment in our office, we are happy to provide that. We use bioidentical hormones and have had huge success with helping men and women achieve hormone balance. Okay, another reason people, people suffer from constipation is decreased tone in the autonomic nervous system. You have the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic system is fight, flight, you know, run from a bear, save your life. In the sympathetic nervous system, you don't have a lot of blood flow to your gut because that's not what you need to save your life. You need to be running faster to run away from the bear. <laughs> so the parasympathetic nervous system is more of a rest, digest, heal kind of nervous system. And so, you know, we're designed to live 20% of our time in the sympathetic nervous system and 80% of our time in the parasympathetic nervous system. Unfortunately, because of chronic stress and that we have that reversed, meaning we live really a majority of our time in the sympathetic nervous system without letting our bodies rest and digest and heal. And so we just need to remember to, you know, do, do things to help us maintain that parasympathetic nervous system tone and mindfulness and not eating in a sympathetic state. All those things can really help, help our bodies. Just good for digestion overall. So let's fix it. Um, how do we conquer constipation? The conventional medical world uses a lot of drugs, and that can be super helpful, honestly, if you're having a crisis and you need those drugs. Many of these drugs will kind of soften the heart stools and promote motility. They will force more water into the colon or force hypercontraction of the muscles in the intestines or kind of artificially stimulate peristalsis. These drugs might be super important in like an acute situation, but they are not really intended to be a long-term solution. First thing on the list is take magnesium. Most Americans are deficient in magnesium. There are some foods high in magnesium, like halibut, almonds, spinach, cashews, seaweed. But even if you eat a lot of high magnesium rich foods, the quality of magnesium in these foods has kind of plummeted just due to just farming and over farming of the same soil. Taking a little extra magnesium can really be helpful in combating constipation. So unlike medications, which kind of force your body to shove out stool artificially, magnesium works for bowel movements because it's what your body naturally uses to kind of move them along in the first place. It's called peristalsis and magnesium is a critical uh, nutrient you need for peristalsis. For people that don't want to take pills, there can be a magnesium powder. I think one of the favorite brands is called Natural Calm. This also may help them uh, enjoy a relaxing warm drink before bed. And that's when magnesium kind of does its best work. It was overnight. There's other types of magnesium besides magnesium citrate. 
There's magnesium oxide, magnesium sulfate. Those can also be helpful. For the patients who really struggle with constipation, citrate's going to be the strongest. But I have some patients who don't tolerate it, and including myself. And I do a lot better just soaking in Epsom salts, which is a different type of magnesium. It's that magnesium sulfate. But it has really been beneficial for me just to soak in an Epsom salt bath most nights to kind of get my magnesium that way. Probiotics. Probiotics are such an important part of health and wellness. So our guts have a ton of different microbes. There's good bugs, there's bad bugs. Sometimes your gut gets sluggish due to poor digestion or inflammation in our guts. And beneficial bacteria can help to calm that inflammation and move things along. A good multi-strain probiotic is great for just kind of normalizing the body's GI function. For constipation specifically, you need to make sure it does have that bifidobacterium in it. That's going to be the most helpful. A lot of the probiotics will have the species lactobacillus, and that's it's an important one, but it's not going to help the constipation. And if that is one of the dominant species in the gut, it could actually make it worse. So the stool formation happens more in the large intestine, and that's where the the bifidobacteria need to be. Fiber. Fiber is good for you. I mean, everybody knows that, right? But there, there's kind of a couple different types of fiber. There's soluble fiber and insoluble fiber. The soluble fiber makes the stool softer and then easier to pass. The insoluble fiber helps to move the stool along. I think one of the take-home messages about fiber is be careful of different types of fiber that also include sugar or artificial sweeteners. And so you don't need an orange drink to take in fiber. The best way to get fiber is naturally. Another uh, way to alleviate constipation is to eat plenty of healthy fats. So I'm talking about stuff like olive oil, coconut oil, avocados, salmon, walnuts, almonds, pumpkin seeds, eggs. And think of it as like the best lubrication for pipes is grease, not water. So like fat will help grease the pipes and move the stool along. Now, if you're having difficulty digesting fats, you get really gassy or bloated, there can be other things at play and that might need some additional treatment. But yeah, healthy fats are good for you. Also make you feel more full and so you eat less. Eat plants. You know, science really has demonstrated the benefits of a plant-based diet. This doesn't mean you have to be a vegetarian, but just eat a lot of plants. A good rule of thumb is to eat the rainbow. So when we look at vegetables and the different colors, just try to eat a variety of colors of plants and drink water. So I know I said this before, but it's, it's worth repeating. Since dehydration is the most common reason for constipation, you have to drink water. I did some research on water when I did the previous webinar, and there was one study that was pretty impactful for me. I had the patients drink, like wake up and drink two big glasses of water first thing in the morning. 
And they demonstrated on how doing that, you can increase your metabolism by 24%. I thought that was pretty cool because <laughs> most of us are trying to increase our metabolism as we get older and simply drinking water can do that. So if you think about it, when you wake up in the morning, you are the most dehydrated you have ever been. So your body wants that water. So if you can down a bunch of water, it's, it's going to help. You know, another time to drink water is in that afternoon when most of us feel kind of tired after lunch. It's possible that you're dehydrated and not really caffeine deficient. So, you know, you can have your afternoon coffee or whatever, but drink the water first and see how you feel. Exercise and movement are so important when we're talking about getting things moving. <laughs> it's especially helpful to go for a short walk after a meal. I mean, you don't have to be a gym rat. You don't have to go to classes, but just being active can increase blood flow to your gut and really help with constipation. So this might be a new concept for some people, but avoid grazing. Grazing is kind of munching all the time. And some people think that's helpful for metabolism and such, but it really doesn't give your gut a chance to rest and digest. And, you know, there's these called the migrating motor complex that really is needed to move things along. And it doesn't give that a chance to work if it's always having to process and digest food. So if you have, if you're able to allow some time in between meals, it gives that migrating motor complex a chance to work. There's a saying called rest and digest to feel your best. You know, and this is again, a, an act of the parasympathetic nervous system. Another um, intervention to alleviate constipation is to check labs. There's a saying that we sluggish thyroid, sluggish anything. So check your thyroid labs and check all of them. See where you're at. Maybe we can do some good by just a little bit of thyroid, you know, optimization. And you can do that naturally with supplements or with medication. There's some food that can help naturally improve your thyroid. Seaweed has a lot of iodine in it. You can find selenium in Brazil nuts. And getting some good lab results can really help with providers giving recommendations. Like there's certain labs that will tell us if you're kind of dehydrated, like you may not feel dehydrated, but maybe your kidneys feel it or your liver. Yeah. I, I recommend doing some labs and having them run through functional medicine software, which we have in our office. It gives the optimal ranges versus just the standard normal ranges and can be super helpful when uh, making recommendations. Relief from constipation. It really does matter. Constipation can create conditions from annoying to life threatening. Relief from constipation will make you healthier. It's an important issue to work on. Not only will you feel better, but you may be preventing disease down the road, preventing that reabsorption of toxins. And that can cause just significant inflammation and disease. Relief from constipation, it matters. Here at Basana, we say it's never too early or too late to work towards being the healthiest you.
Thank you very much. The Sauna Health and Wellness Podcast is brought to you by Atagi Plastic Surgery and Atagi Skin Aesthetics. Check us out at atagimd.com. A-T-A-G-I-M-D.com. We offer plastic surgery, skin aesthetics, non-surgical treatments, and hormone therapy. Some of the many things we offer include Botox, dermal fillers, Exilis Skin Tightening, Kybella, Skin Aesthetics, All Therapy, Vanquish Fat Reduction, PRP Hair Restoration, PRP Breast Lift, and Hormone Health. Follow us on our website at atagimd.com to learn about all of our specials and events each month. Some of our specials include monthly discounts off products and services or wrinkle-free Wednesdays. Check us out at atagimd.com.